Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special bonus episode of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller, and sitting beside me, as always, is my wife, Lauren. Hello. We are one half of the Double Doubles. Joining us virtually, we have Ryan and Lauren in London, Ontario. Hello. Welcome, everybody. Um, so today we have a very special, um, special episode because so special. we're going to be talking about Halloween related stuff, um, based on you clicking on the title of this podcast, you already know we're going to be talking about our favorite Disney villains. These are, uh, the villains that we love, uh, the villains that we hate and the villains that we love to hate, um, for whatever reason. Um, we are limiting ourselves to, to the types of, um, villains that we are, uh, going to be talking about or listing today. Um, obviously like Disney animation, I think is, is pretty, uh, a pretty wide bubble to, um, to draw from. So I think we're, we're going to stick within that. So no, no Star Wars villains, no Marvel villains, um, and sadly for me, no Muppet villains. Uh, but let's let's get started. We'll talk about what our uh, what our favorite um, what our favorite villains are, and and maybe whereabouts you can find them in the parks, and uh, and yeah, the things that we love or hate about them. And Lauren, why don't you kick us off? Uh, I don't know. This may come as no surprise. My favorite is Ursula from The Little Mermaid because I. I just, I'll always love that movie. So, um, but I, I like, I love her song, Poor Unfortunate Souls. I think that's like, to me, apart from Under the Sea, that's yeah. like the most iconic song from that movie. No, part of your world. No. Yes, I, I think. <laughs> I In my list, it goes Under the Sea, uh, Poor Unfortunate Souls, then Part of Your World. I think all the, all the ladies would disagree, but, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's fine. You can have your personal um list but i think either way that song is up there um and there's something like this kind of connects to one of my other villains that i like but there's something i don't know it's like she's uh pseudo glamorous <laughs> like she's got like a roughness and dare i say a bit of grossness to her oh yeah for you sure know? She like is. yeah 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 she's got and so i don't know she kind of has this like exterior but but there is like when she grows and she's giant or when she like bursts out of that wedding dress, like it's pretty <laughs> repulsive. Um, but like, that's what I want a villain to be. Um, you know, but when she's singing poor unfortunate souls, it's still sort of like, you know, when she talks about like body language and yeah. there is just sort of a, like, it's funny, but there is this like kind of, I don't know, Dis Disney level crudeness to her, which uh you know like you just can't trust her and i think that's yeah. all part of it i think i think that um that that voice lends itself so well to uh to the character and that's oh yeah uh, pat carroll is uh is the voice of ursula and i just i think it's a voice that you can't replicate and no. i was looking up pat carroll was doing the voice of ursula up until like 2012 was oh, the wow. last time she had a a, uh, a credit for for doing the voice of Ursula, and I can't imagine that that's a an easy voice to to maintain over the years. Oh yeah, it definitely sounds like she's like smoked a few cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I don't know if she has. I'm just saying that's like that's the character that kind of goes with I, the character. I feel like it's kind of got a like the you talked about like having a gruffness to it. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like um, it, it has the feel of you know like the musical cabaret. Yeah. Or or Chicago where it's just like um kind of skeezy. <laughs> uh a skeezy vibe yeah to you it. feel like she's been around a while um <laughs> she's like st- street smart i guess and tough well yeah haven't you seen all those um little wormy uh mermaids yeah. that she has in her cave yeah and i mean she is uh she and she's also just maybe like all the villains but just super manipulative for sure uh, oh right, yeah, yeah right from the beginning so um i mean i i probably could go on i will say like you can see her on journey of the little mermaid under the sea oh so um, yeah so you can parks. see her in two in two spots yeah although uh i believe voyage of the little mermaid the show at hollywood studios is coming to an end yeah it's pretty dated but i kind of in like you know it was kind of fun to see but, sometimes but over in magic kingdom under the sea uh journey of the little mermaid is like I feel like that is a the best portrayal of her in, in oh, park yeah. form for sure. Yeah, it's worth checking out. Yeah, um, yeah. She doesn't seem to be a villain that you can meet. Um, I think maybe one day, maybe one day at a a villains event, or I don't know if that one event that they had. Do you remember Villains Unleashed? It was like a one night um, event at Hollywood Studios number of years ago yeah. i don't mm-hmm. know if she if if they had her there or not but she's she's a little bit elusive um in the park she's not in the in the hocus pocus show is she i don't think so no. i was trying to remember yeah. and uh and off i the think top i of would remember <laughs> she's in phantasmic her voice comes over in in phantasmic yeah. as one of you know as all the villains sort of make an appearance but yeah anyway i think i'll, I'll stop she- there uh, Ryan, you can do you also get a say? no. I was just gonna say you could also um, get a a, a a larger than life portrait photo with her at the Art of Animation too. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, she's there at the building. That's such a yeah. great imposing uh, mm-hmm. like statue. <laughs> and then across the way is Triton, Disney's best yeah. dad. Yes. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, that's great. I think that that's worth uh venturing over to just to, like see that area and the other areas. oh yeah i feel like um the little mermaid area i feel like has the most well i i guess the cars cars is pretty immersive cars area. is pretty immersive too but little mermaid there's just so many little touches um throughout that area of the resort and by um, little you mean large large yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i i have a question just about ursula do you think she is more or less evil when she's vanessa the bride uh, like mm, i think a, a little bit less less i, th- I, I think she's see, the personally same. i think she's more she's the same i don't know i know it's still ursula inside but yeah. uh i don't know something about seeing like the uh the manipulative again bride. yeah i was gonna say it's just all manipulation <laughs> yeah but i think that's a that's a good villain for also, sure I, I do want to say i did dress up as her for Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. I had a good time. Yeah. And Ryan made these puppets that were Flotsam and Jetsam. Yeah. That he kind of had wrapped they really in his are body. That was. They really are time. phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> we certainly had we, fun with them. Right. Yeah. Until like Ryan was putting those things together, like 
the night before we had to leave and, and it was not fun for him. It was very stressful. Something um, about sewing at the last minute. I great. had, I, on the other hand, had worked on my costume. You were for done a long for time. weeks. Because <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I needed the time. But let's move on. Yeah. Um, and just to, just to clarify, is Ursula a villain you love, hate, or love to hate? All of them. All of the above? Yeah, no, I, lo- I love her. Okay. Uh, Ryan, what about you? Why don't you throw out a, a villain? Um, okay, so I'm going to throw out, I think, my, my least um, controversial one. And that's going to be Scar. Oh, yeah. Scar's so great. Jeremy Irons right like the and so again i'm not a big fan of villains that creep me out yeah. so um so i would never put ursula on my list yeah um, she is creepy we had right we had a brief discussion for dr fancillier uh in uh princess and the frog because he also creeps me right out uh but scar doesn't have that i mean he's got that like kind of smoky like uh you know the smoldering annoyance and you know manipulation uh, and he's, of course, he's a terrible, you know, yeah. lion. But he also has like ridiculous henchmen that he continuously <laughs> relies on, and they're dumb as a bag of hammers. Yeah, his they, his voice know? is very like he um, has a very distinguished kind of sense to him, doesn't he? So uh, yes, yeah. but I'm also going to say that Scar is like one of the many examples of the stereotype of uh, the British voice playing yeah. the villain. Yeah. Yes. Because we talked about this, like, it, I feel like Shere Khan from Jungle Book was maybe a bit of a predecessor to um, to Scar. Yeah. Yes. But still, they're each their own character. But Scar has, like, a better presence, I think, than Shere yeah. Khan. Although, I mean, I Shere Khan has, like, more more dire, um, like, a foreboding sense for, for Mowgli in the Jungle Book. Yeah. But, uh, but I feel like Scar is kind of like this... Um, smart mm-hmm. uh, conniving villain well he's claudius I, right from hamlet yes i think that's like that's, that's what, what it's that's based, based on, on yeah. yeah yeah and he was very well, and cunning I would, I would say that um being a late 80s early 90s kid like lion king is is by far i'm sure we've done a podcast on this but definitely like one of my top disney movies um and so it's one of those movies I could watch over and over and over again. And so even his interaction with Iago, um, not Iago, Iago? No. No, Zazie. <laughs> uh, we did this last time. Wrong, wrong talking uh, bird. Goodness me. Um, though the both talking birds, we could do an episode on that. They're great. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, no. That interaction with Zazu, um, yeah, his interaction at the beginning of the movie with uh, Mufasa is anyways, just wonderful. So yeah, no, that's, that's mine. And um i love to hate him because he again he's not creepy i don't hate him yeah also uh, a character that you can't really come across in the parks like hard to do (laughs) Um, again you have to go back over to the art of animation right right yes and wasn't he in a parade i feel like he was scar was in a parade i know i thought that too but i don't know he's not in the the halloween parade no no and he doesn't appear in festival of the lion king it's too too happy no. too, too happy fun. yeah <laughs> um yeah i don't know oh, like again he's also one of the voices and the bubbles in phantasmic yeah. uh quick although quick that's definitely the phantasmic version is definitely not jeremy irons no that's okay <laughs> um it's 
like he also meets quite a quite a nasty end mm-hmm. uh like it's all implied uh and i think that's something i don't know we could circle back on for for ursula was i think ursula has one of the most gruesome ends to a villain um in a disney movie but uh but scar is is sort of right up there in the sense of we it's implied but we all kind of know that he's not doing so well after his run in with the with the hyenas. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right. Mm, dark. Yeah. <laughs> um okay. Uh why don't uh I'm going to throw one out there in terms of a uh a character that I think doesn't get as much love as as they should. Um because they're not the main villain of the of the movie. Um I love Ka the snake from the Jungle Book. Um, just because of how, uh, like, uh, I think it's so iconic, the, the voice and the character it's, it's Sterling Holloway and you will know Sterling Holloway's voice from, uh, the original Winnie the Pooh. He played Cheshire Cat, um, Roquefort from the Aristocats, uh, Aristocats. Uh, he's Mr. Stork in the Dumbo movie and Lambert. Oh, Lambert, the sheepish the lion. The sheepish lion. Uh, and he also does voices in Robin Hood and Bambi, um, not to mention the fact that he was also the narrator for a number of uh, Disney shorts, um, like uh, Make Mine Music, um, The Three Caballeros, Peter and the Wolf, and uh, Mickey and the Beanstalk. He's definitely, he has to be a legend, a Disney legend. I would assume yeah. so, yeah. Um, such a, like, such a distinct and... and talented voice uh, but i'm just I assuming love... that jim cummings uh mm. replaced every voice that yeah. sterling holloway did i loved uh it's it's funny to think of him doing that the person who does like ka and and that devious like cheshire cat is also winnie the pooh <laughs> and yeah. that that voice like doesn't really change too much but 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 somehow does um but yeah, I, I love Ka and I might have played Ka a little bit in grade six in a, in a school play. Uh, I had a dryer tube on my arm <laughs> that was painted. Uh, but that song is great. Did you sing Trust in Me? Um, no, I don't think I did. Um, I think because there was a number of us playing Ka to kind of like hypnotize and be in different places at once. Um, but that's... Uh, yeah, I guess he kind of he he's a mischievous villain, right? Selfish. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I like that song. I think that song's prop one of my favorite from from Jungle Book. Yeah, just the way I mean he's um the way that he is just sort of in the in the tree, but that's like a classic villain who who also gets scared off. Um, pretty easily as yeah, well but sorry scarlett johansson we prefer <laughs> we prefer the sterling holloway version yeah I'll, I'll always defer to the originals no matter what um yeah ka is a villain that i i love i think i, I think i love him as a villain it's uh it's a great character uh lauren uh, what about you how about uh throwing out another villain for us okay villain that i hate is Radigan from The Great Most Detective. Yeah, that was one when you mentioned it before we started. I, I kind of forgot about him. Well, that's good. Yeah. Because he's 
something from nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Ryan pulled up a picture and he, dark, he really dark. is a terrifying, uh, has a terrifying look like J like sharp teeth. Yeah. Razor sharp teeth. And I just, so, um, that movie is 1986. So I was five years old. Ooh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was five years old. And I don't know, but I think there was like a couple movies that came out around that time that just messed me up. And, this was <laughs> one of them. and I just hated him. I don't think it helped that uh, Radigan was voiced by Vincent Price, who right. just right. has like this, again, he, another iconic voice that uh, just puts chills in, in your body. Well, and wasn't he the voice of the mirror? Oh, that's a in good Snow question. White? Is he or no? Oh man, Maybe we might I'm have to fact check that, that. I don't know. I'll fact check oh, that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I mean, not a great movie to begin with. It's okay, I guess. But what? Uh, he at, ruins it. At what age do you think it is not scary anymore to see Radigan? That's an excellent question because he's got that rat tail. I don't know. Maybe there's <laughs> people out there that don't mind rats and rat tails, but for me, I, never, never. Like, it's always scary. Nobody likes that. <laughs> Apparently, <clears throat> according to rumors, Radigan was once a walk-around character at the Disney parks during the film's initial Ew, release. Gross. But he has been retired, and it, uh, rumor has it, because he frightened children. And his last appearance <laughs> to date was at a special event at Magic Kingdom in 2004. That's so late. <laughs> I know. That's a, like, that's, yeah. Like, I, yeah, that's, I, uh, I would have, if they would have said 94, I would have been like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. 2004, it's a long, he had a long shelf life. Yeah. And he's a professor. Is that scary? Is education yeah. scary? <laughs> well, you know. Uh, he's, a, he's a learned man. He is a learned man. <laughs> but, I mean, the Great Mouse Detective, it's certainly not like up there on everybody's must-see Disney movie list, but I think it's definitely worth seeing uh, at some point in um, in your journey. But I feel like but yeah, you have to be like, I don't know what, like 12 before I, it doesn't freak you out, and then by that time, nothing's cool. So you <laughs> okay, I, I need to clear up my Vincent Price magic, like mirror, mirror on the wall mix-up. Okay. It wasn't the Snow White one, which was probably way too early, but I used to love that, collection fairy tale theater oh yes <laughs> and he which was like probably made in the 80s with is that um, shelly duvall yeah shelly duvall hosted and like robin williams did the first one which was um the the frog prince and these are not not disney these are not disney yeah. and they are done almost like definitely they look kind of like a play uh, like um, a pantomime almost. yeah and actually like tim burton directed like the aladdin one and these are very true to like the grim fairy tale stories so vincent price was the mirror in the snow white version which featured christopher reeve as the prince um like bernadette peters was sleeping beauty anyway not disney <laughs> but that's where my mix-up was right so he was a mirror but not a disney mirror so if you're not already confused yeah. <laughs> we're sorry for taking you there um sorry i i i agree lauren i think um as a teenager, I feel like Radigan is no longer creepy, but yeah, the whole uh, Disney phase may not be as cool as a as a teenager. Mm -hmm. You have to yeah. develop that love uh, early on and and have it carry carry through. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a great choice for for a villain. Uh, Lauren, do you want to 
give us another one as well? Yeah, I'm going to, um, this is the one I love to hate. I love to hate Cruella DeVille. Um, oh, and for sure. I think there are some similarities between her and Ursula. Like, they're both kind of gross. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they both sound like they're smoking a lot. <laughs> but I just think, like, how, how could you want to, like, puppies, you know, it's like that, it's like the most evil. Yeah. That I, <laughs> and she's so like she's so maniacal about it. And that part when she's driving her car and her eyes and her hair are just wild. Yeah. With rage. Um, I mean, also, what a car. Yeah. I the, mean, the hot rod. The... Yeah, I just I also love like that that like she looks so skeletal. Like she doesn't quite look human. Right. Like she's got these massive coats. But underneath, she just is like so emaciated. Um, and the song I love, like, I don't, this is like one of the villains who, who doesn't sing their own song. I think <laughs> yeah. somebody else sings it and it's such a great song. Oh, Cruella DeVille is, is I think right up yes. there in the top, um, top Disney songs in yeah. my own personal yeah. um, opinion. And yeah, like, how could you want, how could you want to hurt all those puppies for a coat? It's just so... <laughs> It's, it's so awful. My, my question, um, actually, it's it's really interesting. I was talking, Lauren, to your dad earlier oh, yeah. about this. And uh, and Cruella DeVille, how on earth um, does she manage to have henchmen <laughs> who care, like who care enough to do her bidding for her? Because I don't think, based on what they're driving and and how they're... Uh, what their outfits are like. She's not paying them. Mm. She's not paying them well. She's maybe it's and the promise of money. And she screams at them yeah. constantly. But uh but yeah. She's how... got something on them. It's black yeah. <laughs> it's blackmail. Yeah. There's an even darker uh backstory to to Cruella DeVille. Yeah. That's right. Um I do wanna throw out just the fact that um I was looking up uh, a little bit of information. Cruella DeVille, uh voiced by Betty Lou Gerson who also apparently narrated the opening scene of Cinderella. Yeah, there's a contrast. Oh, now I want to listen to it. Yeah. And I mean, we're probably going to get to another one of those characters uh, in a little bit. Uh, I don't want to give it away. But um, but yeah, I feel like there are some iconic Disney voices that have lent themselves to both sides of the moral scale. Yeah. Also, did you fact check that she is she was developed by Mark Davis, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, and Mark Davis is one of one of the animators for her as yeah, well. Yeah, and he also did um, Tinkerbell and oh, Maleficent. He, I mean, what didn't he do? Yeah, I just see he's he has made some of those like truly iconic um, characters and developed them. Yeah, you'll also see uh, Bill Pete's name beside uh, Mark Davis, and if you watch a lot of the older. Um, animated movies you'll see you'll see bill pete's name there a lot uh because he helped to develop quite a number of characters and eventually went on to write and illustrate um some children's books as well but yeah corella deville i mean devil is in her name yeah i think that unfortunately i don't always love the depiction of her in the parks like i think it's just a little I don't know. I, I don't know that it like truly comes across. Um, it's too pretty, I, feel, I, th I think. 
Does that make sense? Oh yeah. It's but a I little, don't mind that. Yeah, like I, I don't mind a pretty villain. Yeah. Yeah. So but I've never I mean she's never been around to meet, but she's in that uh, yeah, hocus pocus. She is around to meet oh, now because at they, the party. At the party. Uh, the party within a party. Yes. Um. At the how ha- is it the Halloween party? Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. Uh, she was in, she's in the parade, or she was. She yeah, parade. she's in the parade. She's in the Hocus Pocus show. Yes, and then she also has a there's like a dessert party, or a, or an hors d'oeuvre party yeah. at Tony's. Yeah. Where she is the host, and she probably wants Lady and Tr- and the Tramp for <laughs> more for dog coats. coats. But yeah, you can you can meet her there. And I think that party comes along with um, reserved seats or reserved yeah. view- viewing for the parade. I imagine that when you meet her, she just cuts you off constantly. Like <laughs> yes. She's just yeah. talking over you. She was yelling for, at us. Yeah, at the you know, and her cigarette, like ash is about to fall on your head. Like that's what I yes. imagine the meet and greet to be like that's, with her. Yeah, that's Which it, kids. Awesome. Cigarettes yes. are evil. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's my that's my one that I love to hate. Yeah. Um, I think so, that's a great yeah. option. Uh, Ryan, why don't you uh, toss out another one? Okay. Um, I am going to toss out my favorite, like my favorite. Like I I I love them. They're, I don't even hate them. I can't hate these people. Uh, Yzma and Kronk from Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> yeah. um, I think they're so um, farcical. And Eartha Kit, oh my gosh, so um, so good. Like it's, I I wish I know that there are lots of people. Um, well, the seven of you who are listening, I'm sure a couple of you have not seen this movie. Please watch it with David Spade, John Goodman, Eartha Kit. Uh, is it Chris Warburton? I forget how to say. His uh, name. So Kronk uh, 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 is is Patrick Kronk. Warburton from Soren. Patrick Warburton from Soren, yeah. right? From, from Soren, yes, yeah, yes, um, and. They're just, and I mean, there's other character actors that are in it that honestly, it's all so good. Um, it's just like one little pop-up book of characters and I absolutely love the whole movie. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's silly. Um, I know that you can't typically meet these people in the in the parks. I don't know if there's any way, if there's anywhere, even an homage to any of it. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I think... Um... There should be. Yeah, it's definitely. Oh, I, yeah. I feel like it's a it's a fan favorite, like a little bit of a, um, a, like what cult cult like classic cult a bit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for of sure. That movie. Yeah. Yeah. Again, think, Emperor's yeah. New Groove is not not high up on everyone's must must watch list, but it should be. Yeah. Well, it's not a musical, yeah. right? Like, there's no. no songs, so you don't get that no. aspect to like pull you in. But um... though there is some Tom Jones uh, classic. Oh yes, that's yes. right. But yeah, the characters um, in that are great. Yeah. Would like, you would you consider Kronk to be a villain though, or is it just well, Isma? I well, so like you're right. No, I would like basically. I originally was thinking Isma, but, but he is trying to be bad for her. That's true. Yeah. You know, and he can't and help. It. He's not very successful at it, but he tries. And just <laughs> like like Captain Hook's yeah um, I, interactions I with Smee. Her, her interactions with Kronk, I think, um, and I wish I could, you know, recite the part where she's like, it's like I'm talking to a big stupid monkey, you know, a big stupid monkey named Kronk, um, you know, where she makes fun of his spinach puffs. Anyways, there's all these like little things in your, and it's just everything 
is over the top and silly. And uh, honestly, it's it, you know, that would be a interesting. I wonder if they ever did like a a documentary about the making of because I think watching Eartha Kit do those lines would have been a blast. Yeah, yeah, I, I would imagine that it would be uh, a lot of fun to to watch and uh, <laughs> and I think like Isma's the type of villain that she's I I don't know I would say maybe she's bad but not evil like I feel like there's like the evil evil to the core and Isma is just like a bad person yeah she's yeah. also very skeletal looking yes yes absolutely yeah. but then at the end when she turns into the kitten oh and, yeah you know right and like and it's like this you know but yet she's still this evil like little kitten and yeah. anyways all it's just um, yeah, I can't say enough great things about the movie, obviously, as I fan over it. But um, I do think that uh, as soon as we talked about this last week for what our, our, our Halloween villain, uh, you know, what ones we'd pick. And that was my number one. So, yeah. 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 You said that one right away. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to I'm going to toss out another one. Uh, and we just mentioned it. Um, and that is Captain Hook. And I feel like my. Uh, my childhood was so inundated with Peter Pan that I feel like I would have to add Captain Hook as, as one of my favorite villains. Um, it, he, uh, again, I don't know if he is evil or just bad because I feel like he has, um, like as much as he's a captain and, uh, and in charge, he's also a bit of a buffoon too oh yeah yes. totally. and a scary cat don't forget you, you <laughs> yeah. guys probably haven't watched jake and the neverland Fire- pirates as much as i have no <laughs> no i can tell you that he really becomes quite the buffoon in that cartoon <laughs> and he's constantly getting rescued by smee and he's just a scary cat so the kids are with him all the time yeah jake and his buddies i mean it's kind of predictable i have to say but <laughs> <laughs> they really take it to the max there but i think um you know, I don't think there are many villains that have uh, a an antagonist of themselves, like to themselves. And in <laughs> Peter Pan, Captain Hook's antagonist is is the crocodile. Yeah, and definitely yeah. such a such a big weakness, right? Like he really just falls apart. Yeah. Um. Well, and and rightfully so. So sure, the yeah. based on the story, the crocodile yeah, is the job. one who's. Yeah, TikTok, who has taken his uh, taken his hand, um, and actually, interesting fact: uh, the original story of uh, Peter Pan has Captain Hook with a hook on his right hand, but animators um, wanted Captain Hook to still be able to gesture and sword fight, and it's a lot easier to animate a right-handed character, so they hmm. chose to put the hook on his left hand. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's a fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think, I mean, I feel like Captain Hook has such good iconic moments in that movie. I I love when he's um, trying to be relaxed and Smee is uh, shaving him. Oh, and yeah. Ends up <laughs> shaving the seagull. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you like know. when he has the cold, isn't there the part where he's just like shivering in a blanket with like his feet in hot, in hot water or something? Yeah, like he's sick. Yeah, I mean, he's... to be fair, I guess he does get a little more evil when he tries to bomb 
the uh the the hideout yeah right? where yeah. he uh he does create a bomb in a in a present <laughs> yeah that's true yeah bombs are wrong that's a good <laughs> yeah so maybe maybe teetering towards the evil side yeah. for sure but i certainly love him as a as a villain or i love to hate him as a villain he definitely provides a lot of like comedy in the movie yeah yes. especially towards the end when you see him skipping across the water yeah. trying to get away from yeah, uh, yeah the crocodile yeah he was definitely on my list <laughs> Um, Lauren, do you have another one on your list that you'd like to share? Okay, so um, I really enjoy the um, witch from Snow White. Mm. I think um, she's the quintessential evil villain. She's one of the originals, too, which you know, that helps. But Oh, yeah, um, absolutely, the original. I mean, she's also super beautiful. I mean, I guess she, she is really, but the magic makes her beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. If I could oh. look like any villain, I think I would be the evil queen. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. And again, it's sort of like Cruella de Vil where devil is in the name. If if you're being <laughs> called the evil queen, you've got a stereotype there. Yeah. She's you got a big, big shoes to fill. Really. She's, I mean, it's, you know. Just her like transformation into the like the old hag. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like the old hag. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't like that part. Yeah, no. And she's um the evil queen is definitely like sophisticated. Yeah. Uh, and just like so cold, right? Right. And very sure of herself. Yeah. Confident. I have to say though, I really enjoyed uh the evil queen old hag that's outside the Snow White's cottage or the Seven Dwarfs cottage in the yeah um, ride at the end of the snow white ride um in uh, seven dwarves mine train that's, yeah or, yeah or, that's one of my favorite evil. rides yeah. yes yeah. Seven dwarves. yeah yeah no and it's such a surprise when you first see it kind of right like mm-hmm. it was yeah just like a little like glimpse kind that you of catch. delighted by it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i like that i like a little evil at disney world that's there's just know, you, there's something about did you guys meet did, have you met her? No. Oh, you didn't meet. I did you guys go to the storybook so. dining though? Yeah, we did. Oh yeah, all right. <laughs> then they gave us. <laughs> yeah, and we, we had our you were there. You with enjoyed her. it. She was lovely. So, so yeah, so over She's at sure. Wilderness Lodge, um, at um, oh, what's storybook dining? Yeah, artist, story, artist, story, point, story, yeah. artist point. Um, storybook dining is where you get an opportunity to, uh, to meet Snow White. Um, we met grumpy and uh dopey and the evil queen yeah and the evil queen um you don't they tell you when to go up and meet her yeah she doesn't visit the table (laughs) because she's royalty yeah yeah she's too good for you really just get over yourselves right yeah and she did a really good job Mm -hmm. it's such a yeah i imagine that's kind of a tricky you know playing that part or this or like the evil stepsisters and because you you have to be evil and betray the character, but you don't want to be so off-putting, especially to, like, children. Little children. Um, you don't want to scare them. Yeah. And she just constantly seemed disapproving. Yeah, she had a great mm-hmm. sneer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I agree. Um, also thinking yeah. you can see her in Fantasmic um, mm. uh, sort of early on in, in the story. Uh, there's a great transformation in Fantasmic that happens where she does go uh wait which direction is it does she go from the hag to the evil queen or no. evil queen to the hag yeah 
Yeah. And it's like in the blink of an eye. Um, and you have mm-hmm. to have a really keen, quick eye to see the, the transformation as it happens. Um, but yeah, I feel like the evil queen is one of the most prevalent um, villains in in Walt Disney World in terms of where you can see portrayals of of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely a great uh, a great option for sure. Uh, Lauren, do you have any more? For yeah, us? I have one that I hate. Okay, I hate Lotso from Toy Story Three. Oh right. <laughs> um, I just. <laughs> Like, I, like in a, such a resentful way. I, but I he just, smells like strawberries. This is why I resent him so much. If you, like, there's stuffed versions, like toy versions of him at the parks or at the Disney store. And he's so soft. And he, I love the smell. Like, he really does smell like strawberries. Like he does in the movie. Like they say he does. And it's so good. But I just, like, it makes me, I hate his character so much that when I smell that, I hate that he makes me like part of him, you know? Yeah, why couldn't they why couldn't they have redeemed him in the movie so then we could actually buy him? Yeah, he's, I hate that he makes me want to vomit in my mouth. Yeah, he just he's just like I don't know, just running like the way he manipulates Ken and uses him and like I just, I don't know what it was. I just found him so deplorable in, in that movie. He has, yeah, well, he has no uh, redeeming qualities when he, like, mm-hmm. essentially dooms them all yeah. to uh, well, to destruction. And when he's, like, yelling at, is it Big Baby? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, you know, babies Aww. cry, like, when he, when he gets tossed out. I understand his, um, like, origin story, but I just thought, what a... What an awful toy, <laughs> you know, yeah. masked Maybe in this beautiful to, scent. <laughs> there's more to that origin story that he didn't share. And yeah. He got left behind. Oh, yeah. Just, um, I love that movie. And I, I think, you know, that he, like they have, he is like such a perfect villain. But I think I, if it was even the shortest line to meet him at, you know, Mickey's, not so scary Halloween party. I don't think I would. I don't think I would. Meet <laughs> if you him. could walk up and meet yeah. him, you would still not do it. No, I don't think I would. <laughs> uh, and it's interesting because a Toy Story has a lot of great villains over yeah. the course of the series. Um, like the fact that you you start off with Sid and Spike, uh, the the dog. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And um, and then uh, the prospector. Did we all know a Sid though? I feel like we all kind of like. Oh yeah. I feel for like sure. I knew a kid that was like Sid, you know, who was yeah. just distru- yeah. destructive and yeah. like that. Um, yeah, the prospector. Prospector Pete, right? Yeah. Um, He's so good. Ag- again, Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer. Grammer right? Kelsey Grammer is <laughs> oh, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, Lotto coming along and and taking the, um, the crown. I think. Yeah, I do think in Toy Story four though, those um, what was her Gabby. She kind of redeems herself at the end, right? Yeah, but those those creepy ventriloquist doll yeah. things. Yeah, no. Anyway, no not, not quite as bad. We have not in, still seen this. The kids have seen um, this movie with Grandma. Oh, you, oh we, my goodness. We actually only no. watched it very recently. I know, yeah. but it's because, okay, so um, you guys, it's the same. We also haven't watched the end of the Star Wars one. It's because I don't like uh, the finality of it being yeah. like that. If I watch it, I'm done. Right. So it's like, I just like knowing that it's there. Yes. No, I <laughs> there's totally probably, understand. There's, like, there's probably like some 
there's probably some psychiatrist somewhere that's like, oh, you have this wrong with you, Ryan. That's why. Or something. You, you know, mean some a heart? Syndrome. You have a heart that you maybe, don't want maybe, broken? Maybe. You're that's not afraid it. to My let things go. <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. No. Basket case. Anyways, <laughs> I, won't, uh, I won't watch those, but uh, I've heard they're great. I've heard the fourth yeah. one's great. The yeah. first, second, third were great, too. Yes, that's true. We did see those. Yes. Um, Ryan, why don't you uh, take us on to another villain as well? Okay, so I'm going off the board here because I feel like, Ryan, I feel like you and I have a very similar last one. I could be wrong, and if that's the case, then I'll talk about it. But I'm going to go off the board here, uh, and I'm going to pick Hades. Hades is such a good character. Right. And so I pick Hades because, A, I really liked, there's a D at the end of that, uh, James Woods. Um, yeah. turn, right. turns out his political opinions <laughs> and I are not on the same oh, page. I'm not aware of those. Yes, yes, you should look him up. Okay. He is, he is, he definitely leans in a different direction than mm. I lean. Oh, um, that's why he's but, Hades. That's why he's Hades. Yes, yes, presumably, yes. Um, anyways, um, his voice, his sarcasm, his wit. Um, Hercules is another kind of unsung movie that doesn't get as much credit. Um, yeah. the music, the music as well. Uh, anyways, uh, I really like his character. I love the, the bad guys with him. Um, a pain yeah, and anyways, panic. Yeah. Yeah. And of course you can see them in the, uh, not so scary Halloween party. Yeah. Um, and the parade. Yeah. Cause well, they basically are close to the rear of the, yeah. of the parade usually, but they're also on the back of a float, which yes. is, <laughs> yeah. You have to which make sure has, you look in both directions, which has the best part of the parade and has the best song i I'm, I, yeah. I wish they had like a full song of that yeah it's my favorite part anyways um and you do see hades in um the hocus pocus show yeah uh the spell spectacular um oh right yep and uh and yeah always has like the crazy hair the the flame yeah. the blue flamed hair um yeah, no, Hades is a is a great. He's a comedic villain. Yeah, but also has um, some good like intimidating presence. Yeah, because especially when he takes Hercules' power away, mm-hmm. um, you definitely know that he's um, he's in charge and he's uh, has his own power. Not to mention the fact that he waited however many years for the uh for the planets to align to uh to release the titans that's right not to be confused with remember the titans (laughs) (laughs) was that one that you were going to pick ryan uh it was on my board somewhere uh i honestly i i could talk about every every villain at some point and i'm sure i'll do a quick recap of of honorable mentions for sure um maybe before i get to my last one lauren do you have uh do you have another one on your list or did we cover it one already well there was definitely a couple that like i had corella and i had um captain hook yeah um but I, ha- I have to mention my daughter so she's seven and she's a spitfire um <laughs> and in a nice nicest possible way she that's not true at all she's terrible sometimes. she's a spitfire in like <laughs> she all she the could be her own sometimes. <laughs> yeah no she's a seven-year-old disney villain but she <laughs> thinks that the queen of hearts is one of the best films. oh yeah i kind of think that's funny i mean she is pretty awesome in her own way she so is but she's like unrelenting awesome. she's yeah. one but extreme to the other that's exactly yeah. how i would describe my daughter too. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's true true but what's great about the queen of hearts is is 
unlike other characters, there's a bit of like so over the top yes. that you like as a seven-year-old, you'd be like, oh, well, that's crazy. That's not right, a real right, villain. Right, yeah. Where some villains, you're like, I don't know. That's really scary. That's right. really like Queen of Hearts is like, oh, she's, it's preposterous that someone could be that out there. Unhinged. Um, you know, again, unhinged. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. That whole movie. Strange one. But anyway, I have to share that that's a good villain. Yeah, that is. <laughs> Agreed, for sure. Um, I'm going to take a couple of minutes and throw out a few honorable mentions, for sure. Because I feel like um, there are some iconic Disney villains that just have to be uh, have to be talked about. No one loves um, Frollo. Oh, he's awful. <laughs> he's, he's also super might, creepy. He might be the worst Disney villain of all. Like... Just in terms of how how little remorse he has, how much he thinks of himself, and and how um, conniving and I don't evil. Know, he's also teetering. Uh, Disney teeters a line very like uh, I don't know. He's um, he's definitely lusting after Esmeralda, and that that song is like Hell, Hellfire is, yeah. is quite the Oof. quite the roller coaster. That's there. the PG rating. but it's interesting because um uh tony j the the voice of frollo shows up earlier in uh beauty and the beast as um the the, insane asylum yeah the the guy who's coming to take away uh bell's bell's father um maurice uh if you if you listen to the voice you're like hmm this sounds familiar and it's because he will go on to be a, a more sinister villain in in Frollo. Um, speaking of Beauty and the Beast, I feel like Gaston is another another mm, great villain just yes. because of the hubris of uh, of him. And one of the I think Gaston is one of the best characters to meet in the parks because uh, because of how um, pompous they uh, how pompous Gaston is portrayed. Um, in the parks is it's very true to character and um i don't know i think it would just be it's a lot of fun to to go and see someone who is so sure of themselves i'm sure it's one of the most fun characters to play in the parks as well yes yeah um and uh and it's interesting because uh gaston is voiced by richard white and this was uh, Beauty and the Beast is 1991, I think, something like that. And a few years later, Richard White, um, who voiced Gaston, uh, was considered for the role of Governor Ratcliffe in Pocahontas. And uh, and then we're going to go <laughs> six degrees of, of separation here in the sense that um, another... Uh, so we had Frollo connected to Beauty and the Beast. Um and then it was another character in Beauty and the Beast who actually got the role of Governor Ratcliffe. And that was um, the gentleman who does the voice of Cogsworth, the, uh, the clock. Uh, David Ogden Stiers um, plays a, a lovely character in Beauty and the Beast and then goes on to play the other end of the moral spectrum in Governor Ratcliffe uh, for Pocahontas. Uh, I think Governor Ratcliffe is i don't know he's not like one of the top villains for me but um 
but certainly he i i think he gives us one of the best secondary characters uh in percy i love uh i love his little pug who uh who does redeem himself um by the end of the movie but governor ratcliffe does does not i think ratcliffe uh as a character and a villain is a little bit boring um but i think that She's pretty one-dimensional i would yeah, think yeah but i think that the kind of character that he is representing he probably doesn't really come close to what those people actually were like in terms of how bad they were oh yes absolutely <laughs> so i mean that yeah he's kind of an afterthought for me about that movie uh oh agreed for but, sure um eh, you but know. you can see him in phantasmic yeah, at, that's uh, true. at Walt Disney World. I just I'm just there for Pocahontas. <laughs> um, okay, I think that's it. I, I mean, we talked about Doctor Facilier. I feel like Doctor Facilier has another one of the best um, Disney villain songs. Disney yeah. villains get the best songs. I'll, yeah, be prepared. Be is prepared. It's great. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, friends on the other side uh, for Dr. Facilier is like, uh, I don't know. I the music just, from that movie is, is it's just so, all around. It's so, so good. Um, and Keith David has like this iconic voice that you recognize in other places because he does voiceover work um, sort of in a lot of different areas or a lot of different things. Uh, we talked about uh, earlier. We were talking about Mother Gothel. Mother Gothel's a good, mm-hmm. uh, a good villain. Mother knows best. Um, oh, yes. You know, Mother Gothel. Kind of, kind of creep, creep factor there. Such a great, song. Uh, just like one of the most Mother selfish characters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out, because she wasn't really the mom. No <laughs> yeah. mom would be yeah. like that. But. It's a great song. Yes. Oh yeah, no mom, no mom's locking their child in with them. <laughs> yeah. That's right, they're locking that's, them out. That's literally yeah. that's the poor choice by the mom. The other person we haven't talked about is Jafar. Oh, Jafar yeah. is great yeah. too. Yeah, he's a good one. <laughs> Prince Abubu. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and of course his sidekick Iago. Yeah. Exactly yeah. This time. What's his, um, what's that guy's name? Him. Something Godfrey. A uh, Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. 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 Um, Jafar. Jafar is like the the villain where ultimate power goes finally goes to his head and yeah. is his ultimate downfall. Um, he gets too powerful and and that's it for for him. Um, we also talked earlier about Robin Hood and and the fact that Prince John uh, is uh, is a really good villain as well. Um, actually, Peter. Uh, Peter Ustinoff, who who does the voice of Prince John, also voiced King Richard in mm. uh, in that movie, and you can also see him on like the original season of the Muppet Show, uh, because he's he was one of the special guest stars. So if you want to put a face to face to a name, um, you can see him live on on the Muppet Show, the original Muppet Show. Uh, but yeah, also as the voice of Prince John. But I think. This list couldn't be complete without talking about, I think, probably one of the more iconic villains today um, based on where she started and where she is now, uh, Maleficent. That's true. None Mm. of us us said her. I do like her. 
Um, but do you prefer her as the dragon though? Because I feel like I prefer the dragon. Oh really? Uh, no, I, I in like in the movie. Uh, not in the movie, oh. but in everything else. Since. Yeah, the movie I love Maleficent. Um, I mean, yeah, she's she's another one of those that's very like sophisticated. Um, yeah, she just has such a presence. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the dragon in the park is hard to beat. In whatever way, shape, or form you yeah. you see it, like I think, oh yeah, there it's certainly in Fantasmic at Walt Disney World, but but the better version, I think you guys can attest to this, uh, is Fantasmic at Disneyland, right? Oh yeah, I mean, I mean the 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 dragon is um, like again, you'll you'll love both. It's there's not an either or. The the stage show is just drastically different at Disneyland, um, but. You know, I, I thought you were going to talk about the the dragon at uh, yeah. the fantasy fair, uh, the uh, festival of fantasy Royal, parade. Uh, yes, um, when it's all cleaned up and not covered in char, um, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, fantasy. Yeah, the uh, Fantasmic at Disneyland is death. Yeah, just a different experience, but yeah, you get you get that really cool optics of the. Like it's just over sensory overload when you're watching Phantasmic and the dragon comes out, mm. you've got the smoke and you've got fire. Uh, yeah, and, and you're you're actually I know with the, with the kids in front of us, you know, you know, you can tell, you can feel them tensing up. Like yeah, it's a really cool uh, trick that they do. Yeah. Um, I, I remember uh, so so Maleficent the dragon, like the steampunk dragon, is is the yeah. parade float in Festival of Fantasy Parade, and they also uh brought that um maleficent out for uh, the villains after hours events that they were running at magic kingdom which was interesting because you got an opportunity to see um the dragon sort of going through the park at night and spewing fire which i think was was pretty cool it made for some good um some good photos I think it's just always, I mean, the size of the dragon is always impressive, right? Like, it's always going to be just kind of like a wow moment. Yeah. Um, and then when it breathes fire in the parade, it's also... As long as it's breathing fire properly yeah. and not... We were, we happened to, we weren't like right there, but we were there when it caught on fire. Yeah. Its head caught on fire, um, which was unfortunate. It was really hard. Like, I thought that was really sad to see. It, it was really sad to see. Disney has since fixed the problem. Yeah. That was a couple of years ago. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, all better now. Yeah. Um, I did want to mention just briefly about Maleficent, the the original character. Um, because she was voiced by, uh, by an actor uh, by the name of uh, Eleanor Audley, who also voiced Lady Tremaine. And and uh, Leota, and and Madame Leota, Leota yeah. right? Uh, I believe. In the, I th I'm pretty sure that's her voice. Yeah. Is it? I don't. I don't or is know. the face hers? No, the face is the Imagineer. Oh, we're gonna fact check this right yeah. now. But in the meantime, I'm also gonna mention Eleanor Audley. Um, Disney in the original days of animation would also film live actors performing in. Uh, performing specific scenes and then they would use that actor's movements to to help the animators animate uh those specific scenes 
and Eleanor Audley uh, provided not only the the voice for for both Maleficent and Lady Tremaine, but also did the the live performances for for villain uh, for animators to uh, to animate. She did voice Madame Leota. Right. I, that whole Vincent Price thing had me second guessing myself. <laughs> um, but no, that is that is her voice. Better to be accurate. So yeah. I'm glad. And I just I think when you listen to it, you you know that you recognize that voice. Yes, that's true. It is it is pretty um, memorable, and she she just has this like demeanor again to be able to do that live performance of Maleficent and Lady Tremaine. You're very stoic and um, and tight posture and uh, and a really foreboding. Um, silhouette i guess or, or or stance it's uh yeah i think uh i think maleficent especially now that we've had two live action movies um we've we've seen more depth to the character uh and you're it's just getting there's more and more backstory there's uh yeah there's better depth to to maleficent as a character um yeah which makes her a, a great villain um, I don't think we could possibly try to rank any of these, so we're not even going to try. We've just listed our our favorite Disney villains, and um, <laughs> and we've pretty much covered them all, let's be honest. But uh, we would also like to hear from you. So if you have a villain that we haven't talked about, um, we would highly encourage you to head over to our Facebook page or our Instagram page, find the link for, uh, for this episode. This is our, uh, bonus Halloween special episode and, uh, and let us know the, your favorite Disney villain. If it's one that we mentioned, great. If it's one that we didn't mention, um, please let us also know. Also great. Also great. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us why we were wrong about <laughs> not including them. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, yeah, everybody. Happy Halloween. I hope in this particular year that you are as safe as, as possible and that uh, and that you're able to have fun at uh, at Halloween while also being uh, being safe. Yeah, and wear a mask during the <laughs> yeah. day before Halloween, the day after Halloween, yeah. and uh, until this goes away. Yeah. Yeah, continue to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. But not yeah. uh, Don't be a villain. Wear a mask. Uh, there's the wrap up that yeah. we needed. <laughs> um that's it we want to thank you so much for for joining us um if you if you like our podcast share it with your friends um if you haven't already subscribed we we ask that you go ahead and subscribe to to our podcast dole whips and double doubles on whatever platform you stream your podcasts apple podcasts um spotify amazon podcasts um it's it's all over now um it's all over the place uh but it does really help us out and uh and if you could go ahead and give us a rating as well we we love to hear feedback um we want to thank you so much for for joining us on behalf of myself ryan and lauren and ryan and lauren we are the double doubles you've been listening to dole whips and double doubles thanks so much for listening and we look forward to you joining us again next time 